0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back. It's time for a brand new episode of the Yoga Girl podcast Conversations from the Heart. I am smiling so big right now because this is officially the very first podcast that I am recording from our new home in Sweden. It is A big change for me, even just what I'm looking out at right now. The view in front of me is so polar opposite from my regular view in Aruba. To paint you a little word picture, I'm sitting in our guest house now, which is this tiny little one room. It's like a little studio kind of guest house where we put a sofa bed in. We have a little kitchenette, tiny bathroom, and a little kitchen table at a corner. And I'm sitting at that table right now. It's really working out well that this guest house is here because it means I have a totally quiet private place to record this show every week and my view just looking out at the window right now looking out through the window I see pine trees lots of pine trees there's snow on the ground There's actual snow on the ground. I'm looking out at a a little bit of a winter wonderland. I see the frozen over lake out in the distance. It started snowing. Okay, as I as I spoke that word, as I said frozen over lake, I saw the first little snowflake come down. It's snowing. I'm recording this podcast, one of our last podcasts of the year. It's winter time. Oh my god! It's almost New Year's, and it just started to snow. How how precious! I hope wherever you are, that you are in a place where you can actually drop in and contemplate right now. So this is our big intention-setting practice of the year. This is normally this is the very last podcast that I record at the end of the year. How it worked out this year is that the last podcast of the year is actually next week, which is December 31st. It falls on New Year's Eve. And our intention setting practice, as you know, if you've done it with me before, requires time. It requires dedicated presence and energy and a really kind of patient space for you to go deep inside of yourself so I felt like releasing this podcast on New Year's Eve just was too tight like we need more time than just a day or half a day and everyone is so busy on New Year's Eve anyway So this podcast is out today, which means you can return to it and you can really deepen this practice all throughout the week. You have a whole week to take the time you need to sit down, carve out the space for this practice and actually do it. Now, this practice, just like last week, this is not a casual podcast that you listen to while you're doing something else. Unless you want to do it twice, you know, you can listen to it first and then do the practice. But I really suggest that you give yourself the dedicated space to sit down and practice along with me today. So that means as we go into our intention setting practice now, I hope you did the practice last week. Now, you don't have to have done last week's practice, which was our releasing 2021 practice. You don't have to do it to do this intention setting practice, but... Releasing 2021 and doing that processing work around the year that's just passed, it's going to be really helpful. So if you feel like, oh, you missed last week, but you really want to do it, you can always put press pause on this podcast, go do last week's practice to process the year and then return to this one. You have a whole week to get to it. Okay. So before we dive in and get started here, I want to make sure that the space you're in really aligns with what we're looking to create today. So you're going to sit down in a sacred space. You need to have your journal and your pen with you. Um, Make sure you're in a private place that no one's going to disturb you. You can put your phone on airplane mode so that you're not going to get any calls. Really treat this practice as a practice. Okay, You're, you're entering a really sacred space here. You're entering ceremony and ritual here. This is the closing of a chapter and the opening of a brand new one. And it really is worthy of that kind of sacred energy, okay? Especially if, you know, and I hope that that's the case, that the intentions that you're going to be setting today, especially if it's something that you really want to make happen, and I'm assuming it is, otherwise why would you set those intentions, The way and the energy that we anchor into when we set our intentions is the energy that we send out as we go deeper into this exploration. So if you're doing this kind of in a mindless way, or you're really stressed about something, or you're not really paying attention, or you're rushing your way through the practice, then of course, that's the energy that you're bringing into your intentions, you want to be anchored and grounded and just have the time and the space to really be here for this. I have a little altar set up in front of me, a little nature altar. I love incorporating each of the four elements in a little altar. And actually, I have most of my things in suitcases and boxes now, so I don't have all the, all the things, all my sacred objects and items. Some of them are in a container. They're not going to be here for months because we just literally just are unpacking right now so i want to share just my tiny little altar setup here just to show how easy it is to create a space like that i have a candle lit actually it's four candles and a really precious candle holder here fire element of course lighting a candle is the simplest way to connect with that bringing a candle into your space also fully opens the ceremony the moment you light the candle you take a deep breath you really begin and you're ready to dive in i have some palo santo here a little bit of holy wood that i'm burning anything we burn any incense anything you can smell something that disperses through the air connects with the air element. So for me burning this piece of wood that's air i can see the smoke dispersing through the air in front of me right now I have a crystal here and a little piece of spruce from one of the trees right outside my doorstep. The spruce and the crystal—it's a little selenite wand that I have here—relate to the earth element. And then for water, normally I have I have an abalone shell that I love to use to put my incense in, which of course is from the sea. Um, I have lots of shells that I you know, that I've collected throughout my life, something from the sea and from the ocean, but I don't have any of that right now. So I have a cup of tea, (laughs) super simple, right? A candle, a cup of tea, a crystal or something from nature, like a little, little twig of spruce and uh, something to burn or something to smell, right? Really, really simple. Now, Your journal and your pen really are the non-negotiable items that you need today because we are going to journal together. If you did last week's practice, then you know, of course, how this practice works. But just in case you didn't, I'm going to go over it again. I'll be sharing journaling prompts that we will be doing together. Some of them are shorter and I'll just share the prompt and you'll start writing as I go deeper into that exploration with you. Some of them you're going to want to hit pause on this podcast to really journal, to really give yourself space to go as deep as you want. So to make sure that this podcast isn't just full of empty space, right? It's up to you to press pause on the show. Maybe set a timer if you want, if you have your phone next to you, keep it on airplane mode, but your timer can be right there. So you can choose three minutes or five minutes, or if it's a prompt that really calls you 10 minutes, or just intuitively write until you feel done. And then you press play on the show again. So we transition into the next prompt together, okay? And that means that you decide how long this practice is going to be for you. You decide how much time and space you want to spend in each area. This podcast is more structured than last week's practice because we're going to go into the four areas of our lives as we set really specific intentions for the year and we set really specific Goals around the different areas of our lives. I am a huge fan of actively participating in the creation of my own life. So, not just letting life happen to me and then just trying to catch up all the time, but getting really clear around what I want, what kind of life I actually want, what I want out of the different areas of my life. And Getting clarity around these areas through journaling, through contemplation, maybe through sharing and talking about it with other people, it really is the first step of making those things happen. To make the life we truly dream of happen, we need to know in detail what that life actually entails. And that's what this practice is. At the end of this practice, you're also going to have your word for the year, so you're going to have a really clear intention, a one-sentence intention for the whole year of 2022, and you're going to have your word of the year, so something to anchor into that you will return to again and again and again. I think we're ready to get started. Okay, Before we write, we're going to be sitting down for a long time. I do this every single year. We are going to have a tiny little dance party right now. I have a song suggestion for you. So you're going to hit pause on this podcast. Find this song. Crank it up as loud as you can. The song is only two minutes and 39 seconds you're going to stand up and you're going to dance your little heart out. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to do the same. You're going to hit pause on this podcast, find this song or any three minute, two to three minute dance song that you love. Okay. Of course you can choose by yourself. I just have a little suggestion in case you want the same vibe. And you just stand up, close your eyes, get into your body and move. You can move intensely, dynamically. You can make take up a lot of space. You can move gently. You just get into your body so that you can get totally present in the here and now. Okay. This song that we are ending this year with and opening 2022 with through our intention setting practice is called People Everywhere by Kruang Bin. People Everywhere by Kruang Bin. I'm going to put a little link to it in the show notes as well. So the name of the band is K-H-R-U-A-N-G-B-I-N. I think I'm pronouncing it right. I say this every time I share, the, I share this music a lot because it's magical. But Kruang Bin, People Everywhere. Are you ready to dance? I'm ready to dance. Hit pause on the podcast and dance now. All right, my loves. Now we're going to be a little out of breath, so I want you to find your comfortable seat right now. Just drop right in from the movement and the energy of that music. Find a comfortable place to sit. Close your eyes. Place a hand to the heart. And just breathe here for a moment. It only takes a short moment of free movement for us to really arrive. And here we all are. Here you are, this moment, here, now. And with your eyes closed, feeling into your body right now, feeling into your heart space, Take this moment of activated presence to really check in with how you are doing right now. You're sitting here about to step into a brand new chapter of your life. You're sitting here now about to close this season of your life, the season that was 2021. And we are about to set our intentions for what we want out of 2022. So just notice right now what it feels like to be here at the end of this year, about to enter a new one. And sensing in your body any feeling, any emotion ready to surface. And without judging anything that comes up as good or bad, just give yourself space right now to hold yourself the way you are. Everything that came your way this year has led you to this place. Really hold that for a moment. Every single thing that came your way this year brought you here. If 2021 hadn't unfolded exactly the way it did, this moment would look differently than it does right now. And this is it. This is where you are. The path, the journey of your life brought you to this place. So feeling into that, a sense of purpose in you being here in this moment, listening to these words, holding your hand to your heart, feeling exactly what you're feeling right now. It could be that this year brought you a huge sense of longing for something new. It could be that this year brought you a sense of being ready to begin something different, ready for a change. Ready for something else. Could be that this year brought you a massive sense of gratitude and you want to continue the energy of 2021 into 2022. Just notice where you are in this here now and give yourself the space to feel exactly this. Hmm. We're going to take a deep, full breath in through the nose. Open the mouth, exhale, now you can blink your eyes open. We have three very short prompts to begin as we close 2021. The first one is this, what are you mourning from 2021? What are you grieving from 2021? What loss came your way in 2021 that you are still experiencing in your life right now? We'll take about a, just a minute or two to write, free write in your own words, something you are grieving from 2021. Now, it could be the loss of a person if you actually are grieving a loved one or the loss of someone in your life. It could be grieving a sense of normalcy. that you're mourning a sense of things being just normal and feeling safe and the way we feel like they're supposed to be. Maybe you're mourning the loss of a relationship, friends you've lost or separated from, maybe a family member that isn't present in your life in the same way. Maybe you're mourning an old way of life, big changes that you've made that means leaving behind something else. Just take a moment right now to write what you are mourning from 2021. For me, the answer to this one is (laughs) really big, simple, complicated. I am mourning my old life. I am mourning the loss of our home, of the day-to-day routine and normalcy of regular life that we had in the home that we spent the last nine years building together. So for me, as I journaled on this earlier today, it really felt like a contrasting thing to write about because I'm very grateful now, right? I have a new life and a new beginning now. But that doesn't mean that I'm not still grieving what was before, what I had to leave behind for this new phase to enter my life. So as you write about what you are grieving, what you are mourning, know that that doesn't negate the fact that you might be really grateful and happy about what that empty space was filled with afterwards. I'm just taking another few moments here to write what you are mourning and grieving from 2021. So we can really begin to put this behind us. Now you can finish the sentence that you're writing. Of course, remembering that at any time you can hit pause on this podcast. Maybe you're touching on something really delicate and you want to give yourself lots of time for this one. You can. I'm keeping the space fairly short because this practice is about 2022 we're just closing out 2021 at the very beginning here when you feel ready you put a dot at the end of your last sentence and we take a cleansing breath so a full breath in through the nose open the mouth and let go next prompt is what are you celebrating from 2021 What is something that came your way in 2021 that really is worthy of celebration, that makes you want to stand up and just lift your hands up into the air and go, yes, what are you celebrating from 2021? What amazing, magical, beautiful, fantastic thing came your way worthy of celebration? Take Just a minute or two here to write around that, something you are celebrating in 2021. And you can give yourself space to really find that thing that feels worthy of celebration. Maybe it's something massive, something you accomplished, something you completed and finished. Maybe it's something around your internal workings, right? You being really courageous in 2021 you being really resilient in 2021, making your way through hard things, daring to go for new things. Maybe the thing you're celebrating out of 2021 is you and the fact that you made it through this year. For me, 2021, hmm took me a while to really arrive at something that felt like worthy of big celebration because the energy of the year feels so challenging for me. But the biggest thing that I really want to celebrate is my relationship with nature. I wish I could throw Mother Nature just a big party, (laughs) a big celebration in her honor and just thanking her for keeping me steady and sane and grounded throughout everything that came my way. Nature, for me, really feels worthy of celebration in 2021. And You find what resonates for you, what connects deeply for you. I'm just taking a few more moments here to write what you are celebrating from this past year. And then start to finish that last sentence. And when you're ready, we'll take a deep, full breath in. Open mouth, exhale. Now our last prompt, meaning this is the last prompt, last little bit of processing that we're doing around 2021 before we dive into the future is simple and I hope by now you feel clarity around this so that when you look back at 2021 you just know right you just know it's it's not complex anymore it's not difficult to make your way to it's you just know 2021 for me was 2021 for me was. What was 2021 for you? Just write a couple of sentences there, that general overall feeling you're wrapping 2021 up in a bow, just with a sentence or two. What was this past year for you? And without getting too in depth, without complicating things, just having a, a clear sentence and a clear way to verbalize, to communicate what this year actually was. And for me, when I started journaling on this, or when I, at the end of the processing practice last week, and I really sat with what was 2021. I actually found that processing 2021 shifted and changed my perception of 2021. So it started off as this very heavy, heavy feeling. It started off feeling like 2021 was just loss and grief and oh, so heavy. Actually, 2021 was life-changing. And life-changing, depending on how we look at it, of course, could be really negative and really heavy and really sad but it can also be really magical and really powerful and really beautiful, really good. So I started to look at 2021 from a more neutral place. 2021 was life-changing. That's what it was for me. You take another moment to arrive at what 2021 was for you. And when you feel done, when you feel... You have clarity there. You'll close out that prompt. And we'll take a deep, full breath in. Open mouth and exhale. So now that you feel really clear around what 2021 was, it's time for us to revisit the four areas of our lives. So this is a part of every intention setting for the end of every single year. We divide our lives into four really clear areas so that we can go much deeper and get really specific around the goals and the things we want to make happen in these areas of our lives. So I'm going to go over the four areas of our lives before we do a little revisit around the highs and lows in these areas that came our way in 2021 okay so the four areas of our lives are home mind body and soul home is everything that revolves around your home okay it's pretty simple it's your family your community your garden your physical house so the structure of your house and everyone who lives inside of it right your home is your family and your home Mind is your career, it's your work, your studies, it's everything you write and read, your finances here. So everything that traditionally would fall under the area of work falls under the more expansive area of mind. We could substitute this with the word work, but I feel like work is such a limited, limiting word. Um, for me, work really is about what I create from the level of my mind. It's not just about putting food on the table, but actually a spiritual connection to the abundance that I invite into my life. It's also growing in different areas around work and career. So everything that we're studying and learning falls under the area of mind. The third area is body pretty straightforward this one it's your physical body your health your well-being that's body and the last area of our lives is soul everything that happens on the inside here is soul it's our spirituality it's our self-care it's all the work that we're doing around our healing prayer it's our therapy everything that That happens on the inside of that container of the body. So spirituality and healing falls under soul. Now, just to revisit where we were at in 2021, just to get some clarity here, I want you to write down under the area of home, a high and a low that came your way in 2021. A high and a low that came your way in 2021. So in the area of your home, right? Your family, your home, your house. What is something fantastic, something great, a high that happened in this area of your life in 2021? For me, a high is moving to Sweden. It happened right at the very end of the year. But moving to Sweden is definitely a high for me under the area of home. A low for me in the area of home was the mold and finding out we'd been living with toxic mold for years that was making us really sick and then losing all of our belongings. <laughs> I have a two, I have really straightforward answers for the high and the low for home. Take a moment to write down yours. So just a sentence each, just a little connection there. And then we move on to the area of mind, right? So your work, your studies, your finances, what was the high that came your way in 2021 under the area of mind? For me, I think just in my my working life, and it's funny that this also happened at the very end of the year, but releasing the home course, our seven-week course for nature-based rituals and healing, that is definitely the highest, the high of highs because it's something that I've been I was even working on in 2020. So that's a big high for me in 2021. A low for me in this area definitely was the financial hit that our family took, um, just losing the amount of money that we lost to the mold and remediating the house and losing all of our things. Any financial losses or struggles or hardships also fall under that area of mind. So yes, that is my low for 2021, to struggling in that financial space. And let's turn to body your body, your well-being, your health. What is a high that came your way in 2021? For me, uh, a high for my body, actually the high and the low are one and the same kind of. The high for me was figuring out what was making me ill, why I was feeling so bad for so long. And of course, the low was feeling really bad (laughs) and being really sick. So it's funny how the high and the low can be the same thing. I'm really glad I was able to get to the root of why I was ill. But of course, the low was being really ill in the first place. So take a moment to write down your own high and low under the area of your body and health. And then we turn to the final area here, which is soul. So everything around your spirituality and your healing, your inner world, your self-care. What is a high that happened to you or came your way or that you made happen in the area of soul in 2021? For me, the biggest high around my inner work and my inner practices is this deep relationship that I found with tea that really blossomed and was solidified for me in 2021. A low, I think, around the area of soul for me was the amount of anxiety that I felt. The amount of anxiety that I felt just on and off all throughout 2021. That anxiousness um, definitely was a low for me around my inner world. So finish writing that high and low under the area of soul. And then as you look at these four areas of your life, home, mind, body, and soul, Is there one of these four areas of your life that took up more space than another? If you really look at this, right, your home, your family, mind, your work and your studies and money, body, your body and well-being, soul, spirituality, which area of your life had more focus Maybe you had really equal attention in all these areas of your life, but oftentimes we tend to have years that focus more on one thing. Which one of these areas did you spend the most focus on? Which one of these areas got the most attention in 2021? (laughs) It's hard for me to choose one, but I, I really think home for me is the area of my life that I focused on the most. It was the loss of our home and then the journey of finding a new one that was basically my whole theme for 2021. So definitely home got more attention than than anything else. And if you were to pick an area that got the least attention, see if you can define that, which area of your life did you focus less on than the others. And for me, Actually, it's it's really hard to, to pick one for me, the lowest, the least one. I think mind, honestly, 2021 was a year where I had less energetic focus on work. I was really busy around the areas of home and healing my body and my spiritual practices. Those things really took up a lot of space. And just realizing that now, that's probably the first year of my life that my career and my work and my studies and these areas of my life, that they didn't overcloud all the other areas. So I didn't realize that until just now, actually. So take a moment for yourself to define which area you spent the less least focus on. Now we're going to take another deep, full breath. Open the mouth. Exhale it out. It is time to turn our focus to 2022. I want you to take a moment right now, just the way you are, to stand up and shake your body a little bit. Just a few moments here. Stand up, come to your feet, and start shaking your body. You can bounce up and down through the knees, shake out your arms, shake out your legs. You can lift your arms up in the sky, shake out your hands, shimmy your shoulders, shake your booty a little bit. You can even make some noise here. Take a deep breath in. Exhale, Ah. do that one more time. Big breath and make some noise on the breath out. Ah. Shake it out. Ah. Beautiful. Find your seat again. We're going to turn to a blank page, blank, blank, blank page. And you're going to write 2022 at the very top of that page. Sometimes I even have, actually I do have right now, I have a brand new journal for 2022. If you have a brand new journal that you just want to use for 2022, you can do that. Sometimes I end up tearing out the first pages around 2021. Just as we tie 2021 up in a little bow, we put it aside. So we really focus on 2022, but at the very least, you need a brand new page here. You're going to write 2022 in big fat letters at the top of that page. And our first prompt as we get into 2022 is just to free write around what you want. In 2022, I want. It's that simple. Don't think about it. Don't go into the this headspace about it. Just write. In 2022, I want. You're going to take a few moments here to just without coordinating or shaping or manipulating your writing at all. To just free write from this place of heart and presence what you want out of 2022. And you don't have to be logical here. I don't want you to go into this place of writing thinking of what's reasonable or what can you likely make happen or what's realistic. Screw realistic, okay? Just write from the heart what you want. What is the kind of life that you want overall out of 2022? Maybe you want to hit pause on the pod for a little bit so you can write and write and write and write and write. No limitations, no structure. You don't have to spell anything right. Screw grammar. Just free write in 2022. I want. Let's go. As you feel ready to close out this prompt, you just start wrapping up your writing. Put a dot at the end of that last sentence. And we're going to move on to a next prompt that goes a little bit wilder and a little bit more expansive. Again, free writing here without any limitation. An ideal life for me is. An ideal life for me is. Or my dream life looks like. My dream life looks like. So whichever one of those resonate more. If you really were to leave behind any restriction, any limitation, any ideas you have in your head around what you can or cannot do, or what you're supposed to or not supposed to do, or what's possible for you or not possible for you, just put all of that aside and really go into your biggest, wildest dreams. A dream life scenario. What would that look like for you in 2022? An actual dream. An ideal life for me is, or my dream life looks like. Just hit pause on this podcast and free write, write and write and write and write and write. Don't hold anything back. Go a little bit wilder, a little bit more expansive. Go big here. What does your dream life actually look like? Now, when you feel ready with this prompt, I want you to take a moment just to look over what you've written before we go to the next one, just to make sure that what you wrote about right now really is your dream life. Oftentimes, when we do these kinds of exercises, we tend to play small. We have this voice in the back of our heads that speaks so loudly to us that tells us that we can't have what we want, that our dream life isn't for us, that these things or certain things just aren't within our reach. But this practice really is about dreaming, right? It's about letting yourself dream for something really big. So look over what you wrote, and if you find that actually your answers were smaller than they could be. If you stayed really, and I'm using air quotes here, even though you can't see it realistic, right? Our dreams are not supposed to be realistic. And there are so many things at play here that you can't see yet. So if you want to continue writing and just go a little bit bigger, take another five minutes and dream bigger. Okay. All right. So now turning our attention to the four areas of our lives and what we are going to be creating in each area for 2022. So we're going to focus on home, mind, body, and soul. And we're going to get really specific here. So the way I do it is I choose one area. And then from there, I write three really specific goals. And what you can do if you want to go further is to dissect each goal into three action steps. Okay. And I'm going to go over this with you step by step so that we can do it together. But you're going to choose here how detailed you want to be. Maybe one of these goals that you have in different areas of your life are kind of not ready for action steps yet. You don't know which step to take and that's okay. You don't have to write action steps for each one, but there are certain areas where you actually, you can figure out what the path there is going to look like a little bit. And in those cases, we will write about that. I'm going to guide you. Don't worry. So we're going to begin with the first area of our life, which is home. Okay. Home. Let's start by defining three clear goals or clear dreams or clear longings or wants that you have for yourself in your home area of life. So three goals, three things you want, three scenarios, experiences, goals you want to meet, dreams you want to manifest in the area of home. So home being your actual house, your apartment, your home, your living situation, your garden. Home also involves your pets, your animals, it's your people, it's your close family the relationships that you have with your community, your friends, your people all reside in the area of home. So these goals could be relationship oriented. They can be around the physical structure of your home. They can be around your garden. They can be around something you want to create with your spouse or your partner, maybe finding a partner. They can, of course, involve your kids. Take a moment here now to define three really clear goals that you have for yourself in the area of home. Now, of course, if you have many goals, you can write as many as you want down. I like to begin with three because it forces us to really evaluate what's most important. So if you sit down and you can write down 10, 20 big things that you want to create under the area of home, maybe different relationships you want to figure out or heal or manifest from the from scratch or a new home you want to find or renovating something in your home or anything around that. We can find so many things that we want and we're not going to really know where to begin, right? Making a dream happen is hard work. It's not just meditating and contemplating on what we want and wishing for it to land in our laps, right? It's a lot of hard work. So choosing three in each area is each area to begin with really forces us to look at what holds the most weight what really is the most important thing that we can think of here what really feels in our hearts as this is the focus i want to have in this area of my life in 2022 then of course if you can you know you can expand and go deeper and maybe you're a make it happen kind of person and 2022 is just your year and you're going to knock all these things out of the park but start with 3 and make sure that those 3 are big and feel important okay and then once you have those 3 under your area of home if one of these goals or all of these goals have action items that you can think of or envision right now write them down as well. Okay, so I'm going to share mine so that you have a couple of examples to go by so you can see what this can look like. Um, my three most important, at least in this moment, that feel like most important goals under the area of home that I have for 2022 is the first one is I want to design and plant and tend to a big vegetable garden. My I really have a big heart-centered wish to become as self-sustaining as possible and to grow as much of my own food as I possibly can, which of course is a long plan. It's a multiple year plan and I have to start somewhere. So in 2022, I really want to design and figure out and begin the work of planting a vegetable garden and see what we can get out of a first season because I never planted anything in Sweden in my entire life. So that's a first goal of mine. The second one is I really want to nourish and deepen and heal my relationship with Dennis after the hardest year of our entire marriage, which was this past year, 2021. We really had a hard year and I really want to focus on our relationship in 2022 to nourish and support us as in. You know, our entire family really stems from the relationship that we have between us. And as we become parents, it's kind of easy to lose each other a little bit. You know, we have so much focus on Leia and all the logistics of our lives and making things happen and figuring stuff out. And a big longing that I have for 2022 is to get back to that place of him and I. So to really nourish our relationship and really focus more on him in 2022. And then my third goal is I want to <laughs> this one is really simple but it's it's simple and it's and it's com- complex I guess at the same time but it's so important it's I can't not have it as one of my three goals. I want to live a simple life in deep alignment with nature. I really want to live in deep connection with mother earth and <laughs> continue Really aligning my day-to-day life with the rhythms of nature, continue staying in communion with Mother Earth, keeping my hands in the soil as much as I can, spending time in nature as much as I can, and living this, this life where I really am home. These three goals are my big goals in the home area for 2022. And at least the first two have really clear action items that I can attach to it. So for me to design and plant a vegetable garden, a couple of action items that I can immediately think of there, because I have it already in the back of my head. I'm writing it out now. I have to book a meeting with this gardener slash landscaper from our local area that I've heard of that I really want to meet so that I can get some professional advice around where I should ideally place the garden, because there's nothing here as of now. And I have to be really smart around where I start planting. So that's an action item is to book that meeting, right? I can do that now. Like it's actually something I can do. The second thing is I want to make a calendar for the year so I can prioritize where do I begin? What are the things that need to get done and in what order right? I know there are things that I need to be planting indoors. And when do I start doing these things? You know, there's snow on the ground right now. I have no clue. I have so much to learn so I can start writing that list out and start planning that calendar I can already do now. And of course I can go to the garden store and I can get the supplies I need to start growing some simple things indoors. Like I can start growing some herbs. I can do things now. So even as I look at just one of these goals that I have, I can already think of several action items that don't feel overwhelming, that don't feel impossible. Some of them I can even do today if I want to, right? So it's really a nice feeling when you have a goal and you actually have a couple of steps to take to bring you closer to that place. In the area of nourishing or the goal of nourishing my relationship with Dennis, there are things I can do there as well. We really want to start couples therapy. We've been talking about that all year. So finding a great couples therapist that we can go see and then making that first appointment like that's an action item I can take now. I know I want us to have a really clear date night once a week. I need a babysitter for Leia for that to happen. I can ask my brother to watch Leia already starting next week. You know, I can start doing these things now. So as you look at your goals, if some of them or one of them or two of them have some action items that you can write down, write them here. You don't have to get too specific, but just write what's at the top of your head, because later on in the year, you're going to go deeper into these to really start getting serious about making these things happen. It is time to come home. Remember your true nature, return to the land. The most important thing you could ever join me in is here. Introducing Home, Yoga Girl's first ever seven-week online healing course led live by me. Come join me in real time as I share the healing practices that have changed my life. I have put so much love and intention into this course and I can't wait to share it firsthand with you. From weekly live sessions to structured exercises, you will emerge from this course with the tools you need to be the person you are meant to be, because tending to the earth is tending to your heart. We begin on Spring Equinox. I can't wait to take this journey with you. Enrollment is now open. Visit yogagirlcom course to take advantage of early bird pricing and an incredible 30% off until the end of the year. That's yogagirlcom course. But hurry, limited spots are available. yogagirlcom course. Okay, so we're going to go to the second area of our lives now, which is mind. I want you to define three clear goals you have for yourself in the area of mind. So meaning your career, your work, your day job, um, your passion job, you know, how you manifest abundance, your finances, money, anything you want to study and learn and grow into. Three clear goals that you have in the area of mind. Let's write them down right now. Now you take the time that you need, you pause the podcast at any time, really defining these goals, I think takes a bit of contemplation. So don't feel any rush, like you have to keep up with the pace of the way I'm speaking now. But your three goals in the area of mind, I'm gonna share mine. One of them is I wanna get my permaculture certification. It's something that I've been wanting to do for a long time and something I feel like I can make happen that falls under the area of study, right? So any area of study that we're growing into for is undermined. The second one is I really want to get serious about my savings. <laughs> this for me is a big goal. Uh, actually, I had in 2021 and it didn't work out <laughs> for a variety of reasons. So 2022, I really want to make this the year where I get serious about saving more than I spend And just structuring my finances and feeling a sense of security and stability around the area of money, which overall is an area I normally don't like to focus a lot of attention on. I like to focus on the creation of a project and the creativity that falls behind work. I don't think so much about the end game of that and losing a lot last year. Um, having a lot of instability brought me to a place of of really wanting to make that happen. So that's in 2022 for me. And then the third goal that I have is I want to make our home course a truly life-changing journey. I mean, it starts March 20th, so it's coming up soon, but it's going to be a really big piece of 2022 for me as guiding so many of you on this really transformative journey back home. And it's one of my biggest intentions, biggest goal for 2022 is to really make that a life changing sacred space for all of us. And I'm so excited that that's happening. So you write your three goals down, pause the pod if you need to. We're going to transition over to the third area of our lives. Of course, don't forget about your action items if you have them. Okay, you might even find that one of the goals that you write down that you can think of 10 things that you can do. Sometimes we just write about our longings and our dreams and our intentions for 2022. We just write about them and we realize like, wait, I'm like halfway there. (laughs) I have everything I need to go take these steps right now. It's a really good feeling when we realize that there are things we can do to make something happen. Now, there's going to be a goal or a dream that you write down and you have no clue where to begin which is also a beautiful space to be in because it means that you get to sit down and contemplate that wide open space. You don't have to know at all a single step that you need to take to write one of these goals down, to set a clear intention. The, the first step of manifestation begins with Defining it begins with setting that goal. Begins with writing that intention down. So trust that you're doing that work here now. You don't have to know how it's going to end. You're already doing it. So we move over to body. Let's define three clear dreams, clear goals that you have for yourself under the area of body. So body mean meaning, of course, your physical body, your health, your well-being the absence of illness, anything around your physical health and well-being is the area of body. So let's find three really clear goals. Make sure they are deeply aligned with your heart. I always make that mention when we go into body, we are very conditioned, especially around this time of year, and you will never, ever, ever hear any kind of bullshit on this podcast around New Year and New You or weight loss or changing your body to fit into an idea that society has about what the body's supposed to be like body is here because your body is so important your body is your health literally is your life without your health and your well-being which means feeling good in the body we're not going to be able to manifest the life that we want You know, feeling good in our lives begins and ends with feeling good in our body. So for any of these other areas to work, we have to have a sense of grounding and a sense of well-being in this meat suit that we have. So body, it's not about getting bikini ready, whatever the fuck that means. Not at all about any of those things. So notice if your mind takes you there, if your mind takes you to weight loss or to changing your body because you don't feel good enough catch yourself right away. Put those thoughts away and make sure that the goals that you define for body are really heart-centered, okay? We're talking well-being, not well-looking or well-judging or (laughs) well-whatever you could substitute that with. So it's about feeling good. It's about really aligning that goal with, with your heart space, okay? So if any of these goals this is really important, make you feel pressure. If any of these goals that you're writing down make you feel lesser than, if they make you feel not good enough, then that is not your goal. It's really important. That is not an intention that comes from you. Any intention that you write down here that makes you feel not good enough is an imposed conditioned intention from society, from our parents, from the media, from all the other stuff that led us to be where we are right now. So sometimes we have to really tune down those other voices so that we can really hear our inner voice. These intentions should feel good in every part of you. Make sure that they are truly and a 100% your own. So three goals, dreams, longings that you have for body. Let's go. As you write yours, I will share my own So my first goal in the area of body, and it is fucking funny. I know this is funny because if I look back at past journals and past practices and past intention settings, this goal is always there. (laughs) And you're going to realize probably if you're anything like me that there are intentions that we continue setting, that there are intentions that show up year after year, (laughs) things we want to do. Sometimes it's a goal that we try to make happen, but we failed. We just couldn't, you know, it wasn't the time or it's a goal that we're trying to make happen, but it's a long process. It's not a one year thing. It's like we, there's a lot of moving pieces and maybe it's a long dream and a long intention that we're working on here. Sometimes. We just set the intention, but we don't make it there. And it doesn't mean that we're failing. It doesn't mean that there's something we're doing wrong. It's just life didn't align that way for us, right? We weren't able to support ourselves in the way that we needed to get to that place. And for me, this first goal that I have is one of those. I want to run, okay? I want to be a runner. I say so every year. Last year, at the end of 2020, as we were going into 2021, I had running at the very top of my goal um, in the area of body. And I started off so strong. January 1st, I went for a run. January 2nd, 3rd, I ran every day all throughout January. And I even built up to running 10Ks in trail running in the trails. I felt so good. I really, I had an, it was fantastic. And then February 1st, I got sick (laughs) and I stayed sick and I didn't run again. I think I ran after that. I ran every day for the first month of the year and then I got sick and then I ran like a handful of times all throughout the rest of the year. You know, I didn't run at all. Just life didn't allow it. I was too sick to run, not feeling good to run. Then we didn't have a home. Then we didn't yada, yada, yada. The reason this goal continues to follow me is because I really want to get there and Sometimes we have to look at what we need in terms of being supported enough to make a dream happen. So if you have a reoccurring intention that every single year it's there, it's on the list, but it's not happening. Take a moment right now if when you encounter that intention to really evaluate what is it or what was it last year or the year before that was in the way. Why couldn't you make this lifestyle change happen if it's a change you want to make or make this project come together? If it's a project you want to make happen, what was it that was in the way or what were you missing? And maybe it's circumstantial and it was out of your control. Like for me, getting sick was out of my control. Um, Maybe it's something that you could actually ask for help around, you know? So when I look at my own goals for running and becoming a runner, (laughs) I need to ask for some support from my husband. I really, really, really do. He's so great at getting me out the door. And actually I did the other day. Uh, I really, I need shoes to be able to run in the cold. And there is a, (laughs) I have seen a package under the tree. Okay. I've I've seen a, 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 I've seen a box under the tree that looks like maybe it's running shoes But sometimes we need to ask for a little bit of help or we need to define the support that we need to make something happen. So do that for yourself if you encounter a goal again and again. So my first one here under body is to run. I really want to become a runner. I want to solidify running as a part of my life. My second goal is for my body. I want to fully heal from this mold illness and um, I'm on my way. I still have symptoms and I still have things that are showing up. And I might, it might take me years. It's a slow process, but I would love for 2022 to be the year where I know I have the mycotoxins out of my system. And the reason I really do is because I want to return to a more normal life. I don't want to take supplements at this level all the time. I want to eat a more normal diet. I want to... I want to introduce things that I've been forced to take away. I just, I want to ease up in this area of physical healing. That is my goal for 2022. And then my third goal under body is to get really good rest. (laughs) This is also a goal that continues to follow me around, but to really prioritize sleep, to really prioritize getting great sleep every single day take a moment to write down your own goals maybe you have some action items there. I have some action items that I've already implemented uh, one of them being I'm removing um, the Wi-Fi and uh, the, the EMF and the electricity from the sleeping area of our house which actually in this in our new place I am sleeping so much better here than I have. Uh, little things okay write down your action items I'm not gonna go in let's not have an EMF discussion right now on the pod but you get you get my gist right write down your action items as they come and also notice if those action items revolve around anything harsh right especially as we are in the area of body be super mindful here notice if that inner critic or self-judgment is popping up telling you what to change or what not to eat or, you know, be super, super loving with yourself as you write about your well-being and your health here. Okay, we're going to move on to the last area of our lives. It's time to turn to soul. So I want you to define three clear goals, dreams, longings that you have for yourself under the area of soul, meaning your self-care. Meaning, your spiritual practices, your sadhana, your meditation, the healing work that you're doing, the therapy that you're in, everything around your inner world. So, three clear goals, longing, streams that you have in the area of spirituality, of soul. Let's go. My three goals in the area of soul. Uh, One of them actually is less of a goal and more of a sustaining something that I'm already doing. So reminder that as you write down your longings here, they don't have to be a place that you have to meet. It could also be to continue with something that feels powerful and healthy that you're already immersed in. So one of my dreams slash goals for the area of soul is to stay in therapy. And the reason I'm putting that down is that I've caught myself over the past couple of months. um, I've been missing some sessions and it's been busy. You know, I've been in therapy now for quite a long time, every single week. And I've caught myself in this narrative that But I'm I'm okay now. I don't really need it. And uh, I think it's in those times that it's really important that we stick with the things that are serving us and helping us. And uh, so I'm setting that as a goal to not give up on therapy, but to stay in therapy because it's so helpful for me. That's one of my goals. Um, The other one is I really want to immerse myself and spend time hiking alone. I have a big dream. I'm almost nervous to put it on the 2022 list, but I'm doing it. I have a big dream to to hike and to walk El Camino to do the, the pilgrimage in Spain and France. I've had that dream since I was like 17 and I read and I read the, the pilgrim for the first time by Paulo Coelho and I feel like maybe this year is the year that that happens. I'm putting it down to at least start practicing. So long solo hikes, time spent alone in nature is one of my goals in this area. And uh, the last one is to sit with tea every day, every single day. To to come to my tea table and sit down and ground. These are my three. <laughs> they actually feel gentle, which is really beautiful for me. They feel attainable and really important. Tea and nature and therapy. That's my <laughs> tea and nature and therapy, that's my my recipe for feeling whole and at peace on the inside. So defining three things that are really supportive and helpful for you, your longings in the area of soul. All right, now that we have defined our most important goals in these very important areas that make up our entire lives, I want to take a moment to journal on what we need to be able to make these dreams happen. So what is it that you need overall to be able to feel supported enough and held enough that you can actually get out there and make this life yours? Just sit with that for a moment and see what comes your way. If you want, you can close your eyes and just place your hand to your heart to make this life happen. What do you need? Let's see if you can find an answer that comes from a place deep inside to make this life happen, I need. Let's take another deep breath. Open mouth, let go. And blink your eyes open. And let's journal on that for a moment. This is an important prompt right here without going and getting too specific in any of your goals, but just this overall feeling. You just wrote down at least 12 different dreams that you have in four areas of your life. And these things together will make up or would make up a really, truly beautiful life. So to make this life yours, what is it that you need? Start writing on that and just free write a little bit. To make this life happen, I need It could be that the real heart and truth of that answer is that you need emotional support, you know, that we really need to feel loved and held or that we really need to feel safe. If we're walking around this world feeling unsafe or not secure or anxious all the time, it's going to be so challenging to make this life happen. Maybe what we need is that emotional sense of stability, that there is someone there who has our back. So the answer to that question could be having some real heartfelt conversations with our loved ones. It could mean we need to look for more support. Maybe we need support from someone who's experienced here to give us more tools to manage the hard things that come our way. Maybe we need a psychologist or a therapist or an expert Maybe we need help from the people already present in our lives. It could be that the thing you need to make this happen is something really material. Maybe you need more abundance, right? For any of this to happen, you need a sense of abundance and stability, financial stability in your life. It could mean that you need health, right? If you're not feeling good, if you're ill, if you're sick, if you're in pain, making this life happen is going to be challenging, So defining, most of us have a really clear need, a really important need, just one big one that if we had that need met and continued to be met, we are going to be so well equipped to make these dreams happen. So defining what that need is for us, basically the thing that you've been lacking a bit. So writing about that, if you want to pause the pod and take a long time to really identify your core needs here, because of course, we need to see those needs met. For me here, I return to, to two things. I need a sense of stability and I need time. <laughs> those are my my two big areas of, of my two big needs without a sense of stability, without you know, without a home, without a sense of groundedness and rootedness, I have a really hard time making anything beautiful happen. I feel completely untethered and anxious. So that stability for me is really the number one thing. And once I have that stability, time, I need time to actually dedicate to these areas of my life. And it relates back to that sense of stability because I spend a lot of time or I waste a lot of time running in circles, trying to make myself feel safe when I'm not feeling safe. And once I feel stable and secure, space opens up in my life. And I realize that actually I do have time that I can dedicate on these specific dreams of mine. I just need to feel my feet grounded enough to be able to get there. We have just a couple of prompts left before it's time for us to identify our big, big, big intention for 2022. We're going to turn that intention into an affirmation and you are going to find your word of the year. Last couple of prompts before we're there. In 2022, what is a boundary you want to set? I'm throwing this one in there because it is so important that we stay focused on our own needs. It's so important that we are able to communicate our needs and wants with the world. What is a boundary that you want to set? There is something that threatens your ability to make this life happen. And it could be that a lot of your time gets sucked up in dealing with other people's stuff that you're always helping other people problem solve or you're always fixing and saving stuff for, uh, for somebody else and that that keeps you from dedicating enough space and energy on yourself. It could be that you have some toxic energies in your life with certain people that you need to distance yourself from to feel good enough to make this life happen. It could be a boundary between you and you. Maybe you're engaged in practices or habits that aren't serving you at all. And you need to set a really clear boundary for yourself. It could be a boundary between you and your inner critic. When your inner critic gets really loud, telling you that you're not good enough, that you're able to draw that line in the sand and say, stop. Take a moment to define a boundary that you are setting in 2022. It could be specific with another person, it could be in general in your life, it could be between you and you. Take about a minute or so to write about that boundary. Now, next prompt, going into a self-care practice. And I mean, when I say self-care, if you listen to this show, you know what I mean with self-care. But just to reiterate, I mean self-care as that foundational, foundational practice that you are returning to again and again that keeps you feeling whole. So it's it's bigger than, than a pedicure or a manicure or a night out gossiping with your friends or, you know, it's, it, it can be a bubble bath. Yes, but most likely, it's, it's trauma work <laughs> and it's therapy and it's healing work and it's setting boundaries and, you know, self-care practices that, that allow you to find a place of stillness and a sense of belonging. Practices that bring you a sense of home, that make you feel at home inside of yourself. So self-care practices are not just the fluffy, fun stuff, right? It's doing the deep healing work, and it's the practices that keep you steady enough to return to them again and again. What is a self-care practice you are committing to in 2022? If you could only pick one, and you don't have to pick one, you have so many, but define the most important one. What is the most important thing that you do for your self-care that you are fully committing to in 2022? could be moving your body. You know that with a steady movement practice, when you move your body every day, that makes you feel strong and healthy enough to deal with whatever life throws your way. It could be your meditation practice, knowing you need that dedicated space for complete silence and stillness. It could be your therapy, it could be time spent in nature in a very mindful, purposeful way, defining that self-care practice that is non-negotiable for you. For me, it's my tea practice. For a long time, it's been yoga, and I think 2021 actually was the year that tea, <laughs> that tea for me took over. So I'm committing fully, fully committing to my tea practice in 2022 as a non-negotiable practice that I will not and cannot live without. Defining your non-negotiable self-care practice for 2022. Now we have journaled so much. Holy shit, we have journaled so much. You have defined so many clear goals in all these different areas of your life. I want to take a moment right now to really envision the blank page that is 2022. The clean slate that is a brand new year. Now, of course, the clock is going to strike 12 you know, you're going to be there at midnight, December 31st, 2021 ends, and you're going to wake up the next day. And yeah, it's still you waking up as you. It's you waking up in your life, you're probably going to wake up in the same bed in the same house, you know, life doesn't magically change just because it's a new year on paper. It's the intention and the actions that follow that intention that make up a new year and that make up a new life. So it's a very symbolic ritual that we all engage in celebrating the turn of the year. And you choose the energy you want to walk into this new space with. This has the possibility to be an absolute rebirth. It can. We all know that it absolutely can, but it's up to you to make that choice. If you want a new life, if you want this year to have a different quality, a different energy, you want a new thing, we have to set different intentions and those intentions have to follow new and different actions. So as you envision this blank page that is 2022, it really is. It's filled with opportunity. It's filled with possibility. And if you really listen, if you really feel into it, it's filled with hope. There is so much hope there for what could be and what might be in 2022. So as you hold this open space of infinite possibility in your heart right now, What is your intention for 2022? We're going to take a long moment here. What is your intention for 2022? You can start writing, my intention for 2022 is, and free write a little bit as a way to start defining that intention clearly. Sometimes we need to just write a lot around what our intention is to get to some clarity and to get to one clearly defined sentence. Eventually, we want to find one single sentence where that intention is so clear that anyone can ask you, what's your intention for 2022? And you should be able to fire off a clear answer that they can understand and that you can easily speak out loud. That is going to be your intention for 2022. It might start off as very fluffy and abstract and long and emotional and here are all the things that i want out of 2022 eventually you're going to define that one clear sentence okay and it's really important because when we speak the universe listens and if your intention is complicated or enveloped in layers of wants and uh, you know judgments, and you're painting a big picture around things, and it's kind of it's kind of hard to get to the core of what that intention is, then it's going to be harder to also make it happen. This intention should be so clear in your one single sentence that ideally, you can start every single day speaking this intention out loud that you can start every single journaling session writing that intention down. It should be crystal clear. If you want to pause the podcast here and take plenty of time just writing around and about your intention until you're able to define that one clear sentence, pause now. For me, I have been sitting with the definition of my intention for a long, long, long time. And it's important that we define this intention in a clear way so that we can also turn it into an affirmation. My intention for 2022 is to come home to nature and through nature to myself. My intention for 2022 is to come home to nature and through nature, come home to myself i i sat with the definition of this in so many ways and my really everything i want out of next year is to live a life in alignment with nature that's all i want i want as much time spent in nature as possible i want to remember and return to the remembering that i am nature that nature isn't something that's separate from me And that knowing that when I come home to nature, I come home to myself. My intention for 2022 is to come home to nature and through nature to myself. I, uh, I feel really good about my intention. I hope you feel really good about yours. It is time to write this intention down on a brand new page. So find a new page in your journal. Write your one sentence intention, your very clear intention on a brand new page that you can tear out of your journal because you're going to bring this with you, of course, (laughs) as we go into our midnight ritual that I'm going to explain in a second. So write your intention on a brand new page so it's ready for you there. And then from here, we're going to look at this intention. You're not going to write any more on that sheet of paper. Just put it aside. You're going to fold it up in a moment. Um, But it's time to turn our intention into an affirmation. And the reason we do that is so that we have a sentence to work with that speaks to us in present tense. So an intention, of course, is something we intend to do. It's always a little bit out there in the future. We're working towards something. We're intending something. An affirmation is something that is happening and unfolding already now, So as we speak things into existence, we work with the affirmation versus working with the intention. So to make your intention into an affirmation, you're going to start with the words, I am, I am, and you're going to reshape the grammatical structure of that intention so that it fits with the I am and happening, unfolding in present tense. So as an example, my intention, which is to come home to nature and through nature, come home to myself. My intention becomes an affirmation like this. I am already home in nature and in myself. I am already home in nature and in myself. If your intention was something about I want to accept myself and love myself the way I am, an affirmation will be, I accept and love myself the way I am. If your intention was you want to let go of something specific, your affirmation will be, I am free of whatever that thing was. If your intention is around healing something, your affirmation will be something around I am whole or I am healed. So you're reworking the structure of that intention as something that has already happened, right? So the affirmation is something that is already unfolding now. It's not something that we're looking to do, something we're intending anymore. So for me, I am already home. I am home in nature and I am home in myself, It becomes a sentence that reminds me every day that this is already true, that I'm not going to nature to look for something, but I've already found it, right? That I'm not lost inside of myself or looking for myself, but I'm already at home within me. So this affirmation actually becomes very soothing and it's something we can return to and tell ourselves and speak out loud and contemplate and meditate on anytime we need extra grounding or we need a sense of support. And by returning to this affirmation, we actually make it happen, right? We speak that into existence. We make it true by repeating it and returning it and feeling into the energy of that again and again and again. It's kind of like we have that inner narrative of the inner judge telling us, say our inner judge or our inner critic is telling us that nobody loves us, right? We're not lovable. We're not worthy. We're not good enough. And we have that narrative on repeat since we were little. Imagine how, I mean, you can feel just listening to that, how powerful it is to have an inner voice telling you all day long that you're not worthy. I'm not worthy i'm not good enough i will never measure up i'm not strong enough i'm not capable these things they make a huge impact they shape our entire lives so by introducing an affirmation that looks different right with a narrative that says i am loved i am home i belong i am purposeful i am worthy i am free i am whole we say these things instead and we replace some of that narrative with this, it can actually help us reshape what our lives look like. So it's really important that you find an affirmation that resonates with your heart and with your soul. For me, I am already home. Just the beginning of that affirmation. I mean, I might even shorten my affirmation to just I am home, right? I am already home. I love that because... Whenever I feel out of place, whenever I feel insecure, when I feel anxious or unsafe, it is a really beautiful reminder that my home is within me, that it's not something I'm looking for out there, but that I'm here now. It's a reminder for me to return to this moment. I am already home in nature and in myself. I love this affirmation for me for 2022 and I hope the affirmation that you choose that it's something you truly, truly, truly align with too. Once you have your affirmation, you will write that down on a brand new page. I suggest you take this affirmation and you work with it in different ways in your life. Um, Write it down on little notes that you can see in unexpected moments like little notes that you put on your mirror. You see it every morning when you brush your teeth. Um, Choose a practice or a habit that you have in your day-to-day when you return to this affirmation again and again. Brushing teeth is a great one. I always do it when I'm brushing my teeth because brushing teeth to me is the most boring thing. I I think it's so, so boring. So every time I come to the bathroom mirror to brush my teeth, I see that little note with my affirmation for the new year. And I repeat it to myself as I spend those minutes brushing my teeth every day. So brushing my teeth doesn't have to be this boring thing, but it's a moment for me to anchor back into myself, to tell myself and speak that affirmation inside of myself like a mantra to breathe, and to remind myself of the intention for the year and what I'm here creating that every day is a possibility to create, that every day actually has meaning. Pick a moment like that, or it could be every time you wash your hands, something you return to every day where you're going to repeat that affirmation inside of yourself again and again. I love sharing that affirmation in unexpected places. Sometimes I put it in books. And then later in the year, I open that book and that affirmation is there. And I'm like, oh, there it is again. You know, you are, of course, able also to put this on your altar. We are going to put our word of the year on the altar at the end of our midnight ritual on New Year's Eve. But having the affirmation clearly written somewhere and on the altar is a beautiful thing as well. Now, taking us to our word of the year. So you have an intention, you have an affirmation, it's time to find your word of the year. It should be fairly clear to you by now, just returning to your affirmation and your intention, looking at the true meaning, the true heart and center of this intention for 2022. What is your word of the year? Narrow it down to just one word, one single word that you can so clearly speak out loud. One single word that you will tattoo across your heart. The word of 2022. What is it? For me, my word of 2022 is laughingly simple and obvious. Home. (laughs) I could cry. I just got goosebumps. Home. I spent all of 2021 losing my home, (laughs) finding a new one, moved across the whole entire world, launched a course that's the biggest thing I've ever created in my my creative working life called home. And um, no word has ever resonated more (laughs) for me than home. Home is my word of the year. What is your word of the year? You're going to put your word of the year on a brand new page. If you want to decorate it, I love doing this at the end of a practice or anytime you have time this week, you have so much time. You can do this with your kids or with your person, with your friends, take a moment for a little bit of arts and crafts and write your word of the year down in the most beautiful way. Use crayons or watercolor or paint or draw and just decorate that word. So it's really, really, really special. Once you have your word, you're going to fold it up and you are going to bring it with you to New Year's Eve for our little midnight ritual. And I'm going to explain it right now. Um, You're going to bring with you two things for New Year's Eve, wherever you're celebrating. If you're going to a party somewhere or if you're staying home, you're going to make sure you have these two things for the ritual close by. And it's going to be your word of the year. And it's gonna be that written piece of paper that says your intention on it. So bring them with you. I like to fold my word of the year up and my intention and I either put it in my bra close to my heart. I used to have a little intention pouch that I would wear every New Year's where I put my intention together with a little crystal in my pouch. I lost that to mold, let's not talk about that. But I, I keep it on my person, right? All through the New Year's celebrations. And then when the clock strikes midnight, as close to midnight as you can, so whatever is feasible and viable for you, it could be the next day, it could be earlier in the evening, but sometime close to midnight so you can give yourself the space to have a little midnight ritual. It's just a five minute ritual. If you're home, do it by your altar. Um, make sure it's somewhere that's fire safe. That's really important. But you're gonna take a moment. I do this usually for me. It happens around 1 a.m., like 12 o'clock, midnight is always the you know fireworks and champagne and kisses and all of that. And then usually at one o'clock things settle down. I have a little bit of space and I'll I'll go into a private room just to do this on my own. But whenever it works for you. Um, you're going to sit down maybe at your altar, or maybe you make a little makeshift altar space, which could just be you and a candle. Okay. That's enough for a sacred altar moment. You sit down, close your eyes, hold your intention and your word of the year to your heart and speak your intention out out loud. Speak it out loud. Speak it out loud. Speak it out loud. If you remember your affirmation, to let your intention become an affirmation and return to your affirmation. You speak it out loud to the universe. You speak what you intend and you speak what you already are. From there, you're going to burn your intention to watch your intention disperse out into the universe in literally a million tiny little fragments. You release that intention out into the hemisphere. You're going to take your word of the year place it on your altar as soon as you get back to your altar and that's the ritual okay so simple just speaking your intention out loud and then burning your intention so it can disperse out into the world so that intention is something you have actually released out into the universe to hold and make happen for you so that you are divinely supported at all times and all throughout the next year I uh, hope you enjoy this ritual. It's a really simple way to just anchor back into a sacred moment for New Year's Eve. a uh, Little side note, I say this every year, I hope I don't have to, but whenever you have any kind of fire ceremony, if you don't have a safe space to do it by your altar, do it in the sink or do it in the bathroom, in the bathtub or in the shower, someplace where you're super, super, super safe, especially if you're drinking champagne, okay? <laughs> I should go without saying, but I'm saying it anyway. Giving you that moment to remember that New Year's Eve is a sacred moment. It's a sacred turn of the year. It's a sacred ritual that you are actively, presently participating in. So don't get so lost in celebrations that you forget to return to your intention right at that very, very, very most important moment. And then you put your word of the year On your altar. So it's something that you can see every time you sit down for your meditation practice, every time you roll out your mat, you have that word right in front of you and you're reminded that, yes, that is the energy I am anchoring into this year. Because these intentions, this affirmation, this word of the year, it's not just something that we talk about and write about and put on an altar and forget about. It's up to us now to really step into 2022 and take this energy with us and make it into something magical. And of course, things are going to come our way next year. Not everything is within our control. We have learned that from the past couple of years, but we are anchored. We are steady. We are completely connected to that part of us that knows that we can make magic happen. That our words and our actions have a lot of power, and we are more in control of our lives than we think we are. So remember this intention, take it with you, hold the word of the year close to your heart all throughout 2022. And remember, you are not alone. There are thousands and thousands of people doing this exact practice. Journaling on these exact prompts, doing that same little ritual when midnight comes. You know, we are so many of us out here doing this, wanting to create and manifest a really beautiful year. And if it's something I know for sure, it's that we fucking deserve it. We are so worthy of a beautiful 2022. We have never as a people, right, as society deserved a year to be more beautiful and grounded and peaceful and calm than we deserve 2022 to be all of those things that we long for it to be. And I know you are ready to make these dreams happen. You are ready to make this life happen. And we're doing it afar. We're doing it in our own way. And we're doing it together. I want to thank you so much for joining me for this practice. I, I, I'm i so grateful that you're here. I'm so grateful that I get to sit down and practice with you at the end of every year. It is the most special thing to me. Thank you. I hope you have a beautiful celebration. Have a wonderful last week of this year. Don't forget to dance a little bit more over these last couple of days. Get into your body. Let everything you create come from that place of truly embodied presence. There is a whole beautiful life out there that you are ready to create. Let's go. Thank you so much for tuning in. The Yoga Girl podcast will be back next week. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoy this show, please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes of Yoga Girl Conversations from the Heart, available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you normally get your shows. And of course, thanks to my sponsors. Make sure you support them the way they support this podcast. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studio. I'll see you next week.